Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Jessie Ritter with us. How are you doing? Hello, I am so good, so happy to be talking to y'all. It is just a beautiful day, and I couldn't be happier to be here. Perfect. We're happy to have you. Oh, we have to say, welcome to the bump. Yes, oh my gosh. I am 38 weeks pregnant right now, so we have a special extra guest on the show you guys can't see right now. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be able to see him in a few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have a special episode. You can say, welcome. (laughs) Yes, yes, for sure. (laughs) Okay, so tell all our Crazy Women Country fans, who is Jessie Ritter? Yeah, so I grew up in a little town in southeast Missouri, right in the middle of America, and I feel like I grew up in a country song. Um, I grew up on a big 80-acre farm with a lake behind our house. We'd go fishing every day, and I grew up on country radio, soaking in these songs and stories every single day. And when I turned 18, I moved to Nashville and got to really fully immerse myself in music and Music City for the first time. And I just totally fell in love with the songwriting community there and kind of learned how to um, hone this craft that I had been so passionate about for so long. And um, after living in Nashville, I worked on a cruise ship for a couple of years and traveled the world singing all kinds of different music and finally um, kind of found a way to perform my own songs and kind of make Jesse Ritter music my full-time job and I split my time between Nashville and Florida right now so I was on the beach earlier today it is absolutely beautiful and um, kind of get to put all these different influences into the music I write and I just love love traveling and telling stories. Perfect. It sounds like a dream. A dream. A dream I never could have designed. Never, ever, ever did I think that, well, I was so unsure that I would be able to do music. You know, when you're a teenager, you think you're Carrie Underwood or you're nothing. Like, you don't see all these people in the middle at the beginning who have built a life around music and maybe aren't. Miranda Lambert or Carrie Underwood. And now that I'm in it, I see there are so many incredible women women who um, do have music as this huge part of their life. And, and maybe they aren't as famous as Carrie Underwood, but they have these supportive followings that make living the, this dream possible. And I'm just so incredibly thankful that I have been able to kind of, after a lot of years of hard work, cultivate that in my own life as well. That's wonderful. You know, you make a good point when you said earlier about how the influence of where you live now in Pensacola really does impact your music. And that's evident in your newest single out, um, The Sand of the Sea there, because as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, this reminds me of a Florida song, being a Florida girl myself. I'm like, yeah. Yes, yes. I love that song. And the first line is, 
this water's gonna heal me. And there really is something healing about the sunshine and the water and mm. kind of just this a bit slower pace here. You know, there's a big music community here and a lot of songwriters, but it's very, very different than being in Nashville. Um, there's not a whole lot of competition down here because there's not as many of us and there's so many venues and so many festivals and it's super welcoming and just, just beautiful. How can you not be happy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the beach always has that soothing effect on everybody, doesn't it? The sound of the yeah. waves, the water. It's just, yeah, it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, we, I must admit, I did have a listen to the, um, now make sure I get the right one. The song Home. Oh, yes, yes. That was very, very cool. Very, Thank very cool. You. Very heart-wrenching, I must admit. Especially, obviously, uh, at the end. When, uh, I'm assuming it's your father you're singing about. Yes, and, uh, yes. You up at the end, and I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, that's Home, amazing. Home is a super personal song. Um, I wrote that one on my own after I had gone and visited this childhood farm for the first time in 20 years, I hadn't been back mm -hmm. in so long. And um, I, we were in the area in Missouri and I said, we, we have to go see it. And that day it just brought back so many emotions and um, to give the people who might not know a little bit of context, my dad passed away when I was 12. He mm -hmm. had cancer for a long time. Um, but when I was back on that farm, walking up this gravel road toward our house that we had walked up together so many times. I just felt his presence so strongly. And I really think there's something to that, that these, you know, locations kind of hold on to the memories and the things that have yeah. happened there. And I think a lot of us have a place that kind of holds our childhood memories that for one reason or another doesn't belong to us anymore. Yeah. whether our family moved away or, or whatever the situation may be. And I wrote home the day we visited the farm. And that was one of those songs that was just therapy and came out really quickly. And I kind of didn't even know what I was writing about until it was over. And it's mm -hmm. one of those things you look at it and you're like, oh, that's what my heart was feeling that I, I didn't know until here it is on paper. Mm -hmm. um, but now to see other people kind of find their own stories in that. Mm -hmm. Like people will tell me, oh, this reminds me of my grandma's house in Mississippi where the cousins played, or this reminds me of my uncle's house in Saskatoon or wherever <laughs> in the world. Everybody's got this place that mm -hmm. holds these memories. And, and it's been really cool to see other people find their own story in that song. It's, it's, it's beautiful. And, and the video is just, it's just amazing. It was absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, an amazing amazing song but yeah I did find myself near the end I know <laughs> it's hard for me to watch it and I've watched it a bunch but that was one of those videos I wanted to make that for me because I don't know when I will ever go back to that place again yeah. and making that kind of brought the song and and there's some old home videos in there my old memories and the new memories kind of together and kind of solidified this this piece of my story that I'll always have and the fact that it means something to someone else just blows my mind and is an incredible gift amazing. Yes. Amazing. we're all glad that you wrote that because that is a, a beautiful song and I think there are more people that relate than you 
realize or that tell you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's not everything can be super happy, but I think, uh, I think it's, it's worth recognizing that those memories mean something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm alone there. Oh no. No, I think everybody's got these memories and, uh, yeah. So it's, yeah. I just want to say that yeah. it really is beautiful. So, thank you. So, tell us who are some of the women that have inspired you to do what you're doing today. Yeah, so I would have to say my mom is one of the biggest inspirations in my life. So she is a neonatologist. She takes care of premature babies. So I grew up thinking babies could fit in the palm of your hand because all I saw was these little <laughs> ones who were born way early. When my cousin was born at seven pounds, I was like, oh, what's wrong with him? He's humongous. <laughs> she, she just has done an incredible job of being a mother and a wife. And then after my dad passed away, a single mother who works and has pursued her passion for her being a physician isn't just a job. It is her calling, her gift, her passion. And she makes such a difference in the lives of these little, little bitty babies. Um, And to see her kind of create this world that is balanced and serving people around her and, uh, you know, giving to her family and giving to her, her audience, her hospital has been incredible. Um, So she is by far my biggest inspiration, but then also watching, um, women who make the kind of music I want to make. Lori McKenna is one of my very favorite songwriters. Um, and she tells stories beautifully and she kind of highlights these moments that may seem mundane to other people, but she brings out the beauty in the everyday and the ordinary. And uh, she has five children and splits her time between Boston and Nashville. So she's kind of crafted this life of, music and family and singing about the things that really matter to her. And uh, I hope to uh, kind of follow a path like that. I think a lot, I think a lot of new country women look up to her because she really is like the mama of the songwriting world, at least. Um, And she's so, so good at what she does. And then, uh, you know, I hope to sing like Leanne Womack and I hope to have the confidence and the uh, sass of Miranda Lambert and just uh, the grace of Faith Hill, all these women I grew up listening to. Perfect. That's an amazing combination of people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, going back to your mom, it takes a really special person to be able to look after premature children. You know, you've really got to have a, as you said, it's definitely a calling. It's not something yeah. anybody can do. You know, I couldn't it's do it. I, I was dying the whole time. Do you know what I mean? It would be, but, you know, you have to be a really special person. To, yeah. yeah, it's just insane, the stories she comes home with. And it's it's always something, well, it's usually something tragic, uh, but, but then with a happy ending. And, you know, these are patients who can't tell you what hurts and they can't tell you what went wrong. And their parents may or may not be telling the truth about their medical history and the drugs they have exposed their children to. And she just, she has to, there's a lot of intuition involved in her uh, field of medicine. And 
uh, I think a, a lot of prayer involved and a lot of experience and, and I'm just amazed. I think she's a miracle worker. That is amazing. Absolutely. Did you see in the news recently, I think it was on Facebook, the woman just had the 12 pound baby. It looks like don't a Don't tell me stories like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe it. 12 pound, could you imagine? It's like, yeah, it, it's, it was like huge. It was quite oh scary. Oh my gosh, I wonder if she had a gestational diabetes or something. I don't think that's normal. <laughs> but no, it can't be, but she was, that's just beyond crazy. <laughs> Goodness. Okay, well, she deserves an award. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hoping for a nice six and a half pounds. I I was, what was I, just over five, so I was tiny. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was six and a half, so fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably going to bump my thing, that's it. Perfect. You'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so. We'll, we'll move away from the baby talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before we induce anything. And uh, we'll go on to the quick fire questions. This is, this is the okay. one. Okay. So these are dead easy. Just a little bit for your fans or our fans, for people to get to know you just a little bit better. Okay. Okay. So early bird or night owl? usually a night owl which I think is music induced or else I used to wake up at like 5 a.m and go for runs and now that I'm playing shows that's just not happening anymore <laughs> so I'll I'll stay up late after the show and I'm, I'm more of a 8 30 a.m riser <laughs> <laughs> um, okay what sitcom family would you be a member of sitcom family I want to say friends I know that's not a family but they seem like a family to me yeah. <laughs> always, family always always be my favorite show oh my gosh I love it definitely yeah family family I don't know maybe full house they seemed pretty fun I want an (laughs) uncle Jesse in my life (laughs) okay if we had a look on your iPod what would be your guilty pleasure music oh I know I was listening to like all this early 2000s punk today uh angels and airwaves and hello goodbye and uh fallout boy which i haven't listened to in a while but i was rocking out in the car <laughs> that's very cool <laughs> is the baby dancing oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially when i play guitar he will knock on like where it rests against my belly i think he can feel the vibrations <laughs> um, so i was playing earlier today and he was jamming along with me <laughs> I hope that means he likes it. He either likes it or he's extremely annoyed. One of the two. (laughs) (laughs) Would you please, if you play Free Fallen one more time, I'm going to lose my mind, Mom. (laughs) That's like my favorite song to start my shows with for like 10 years. I always open up with Free Fallen. It's something very grounding about opening a show with that song. That's going to be funny. (laughs) Um, we'll okay. see what he likes as he gets older. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? We'll see what song he likes best as he gets older. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe he'll he'll have the sand and the sea stuck in his head forever because he's heard it <laughs> so much over these last couple months. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. Okay, so what's the weirdest, strangest, cutest thing a fan has ever done for you? Oh my gosh, somebody just sent me a bird feeder last week in the shape of a camper. 
uh, before wow. we started recording, we were talking about how much we love camping and uh, traveling in the woods. And that was super, super sweet. So I think people kind of pick up on these things I love in my life. And uh, um, they're just so, so kind and generous. Um, but also one time at a show, this girl was just sketching right in the front row this whole time on her iPad. And I was like, I don't know what she's making. And she came up and showed me her her art afterwards and it was so cute I ended up ordering a whole line of stickers from her from what she had drawn at the show that night and she had just been uh, sketching me while I was singing which was really really cool so there's a lot of talented people in my pool who who uh I don't know just that was a really fun random night and I really like her now (laughs) (laughs) that's very cool I love that um okay boots or heels boots Favorite favorite drink? Favorite drink. Mm, I really like anything that's pink, which I know sounds ridiculous. So (laughs) I like red wine. I like Cosmopolitans. um, And I, since I've been pregnant, really like a grapefruit juice and tonic water. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Anything that's pink, that's great. Anything pink, please. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What's your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday. I really love Christmas. I think that's probably one of my favorites. Family gets together. The music industry kind of settles down at the end of December. Everything's a little quieter and we get to get together. And uh, I mean, I love that it's a time of religious focus, but it's a little more celebratory than Lent and Easter. And uh, I just love kind of being immersed in church and family and this quiet of winter at mm. the same time but then also all of summer feels like a holiday to me and if that counts then I pick summertime <laughs> <laughs> um what's your favorite hol- uh, what's your favorite animal sorry my favorite animal well I grew up with a Portuguese water dog named Hero and I loved him so so much and uh and then I realized I was severely allergic to dogs and cats. So I don't think we're going to be getting one. But oh, so now no. I just get to enjoy other people's puppies. <laughs> That's fine. You have to get one of those hyperenergetic dogs, like a poodle or something like that. Yeah. And I think that's why the Portuguese water dog lived with me for 10 years, because they are kind of hypoallergenic. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think it bothered me too, too much. But man, now with traveling, I don't know what we do with an animal. I don't know how some people can... Uh, manage like having pets at home and then going out on the road I was just like how how would you ever do that so they are more organized than I am so now I just (laughs) every time I see someone else's pet I'm like oh I want to soak them up they're so fluffy and so cute I'm a big fan of the fluffiness (laughs) (laughs) the fluffiness is the best Um, yes like uh your little one was cute and curly and fluffy (laughs) he's all all curly and fluffy he's so cool Mm -hmm. um Okay, if you could add someone to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I have no idea. Can we put Dolly Parton on there? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I vote Dolly Parton. She has influenced American culture so much. Her songs are incredible. And not only is she an American icon, she has become a worldwide icon at this point. And I think 
she has spread joy all over the world for, I don't know what, 50 years now. She's incredible. <laughs> um, she'll definitely glam up Mount Rushmore, wouldn't she? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they need some <laughs> style out there. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I've actually never been. I put that on my bucket list. My One of my best friends visited just a couple days ago, and she said it was awesome. And so I'm like, I need to visit Re- Mount Rushmore someday. <laughs> it is. We will be there this year. So Awesome. Good for you. Tell me how the hike is. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. What was your first concept? Britney Spears. I think I was like seven years old and I will never, ever forget. She came out like strapped to this wheel and she had her headset singing on and the wheel was turning and she was singing and then she was upside down and then she was back upright again. And I think probably leather clad men came out and unstrapped her and she walked out on the stage. But I was like, my mind was blown. I had never seen anything like that before and at that point we just loved her music it was so cool and we went for my cousin's birthday Britney Spears concert perfect perfect. she knows how to put on the show that's for sure yes and I think that's the only time I've seen her live um and I wish I had seen her again because that one was so amazing um and uh, there's so many shows I want to see. I was like, maybe I could see her in Vegas. And then I was like, oh, Shania Twain was in Vegas. I've never seen Shania Twain. I would love, love to see her Vegas show if she does another one. Yeah, that would be amazing. That really would. Absolutely. So uh, what's your favorite color? My favorite color? Probably pink. I've got my pink hat that I wear like all the time and, you know, my pink drinks. And uh, yeah, I've been wearing pink all the time. And everyone's like, are you having a little girl? Like, no, I'm having a boy. Well, why are you wearing pink? Because I'm a girl. I like pink. <laughs> it's not all about him. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, oh. it's not him. That's exactly. Cool. That's funny, though. I can't believe they, they were asking that. I would have never thought that until you said it. Oh, my gosh. People say some very weird things. I have no idea where they come up with some of the comments yeah. I've gotten this year. It has not been too bad, but that was one of them. Why are you wearing pink? I, that's my favorite color. I love pink. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best thing since sliced bread? My husband. Aww. <laughs> Aww. He's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so love you and talk- country music. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Yeah, if you could talk to anyone alive or dead, who would you want to talk with? And what would you want to talk about? Oh, gosh. Well, I just have to say the first thing that came to my mind, I would love to talk to my dad again. Uh, Like I said, he passed away when I was 12. And especially with releasing home this last year, a lot of those memories have come up and watching those home videos to make the music video, I would just give anything to show him what my life has become now because he had so many dreams for me. And I wish I could show him what I've created. Also, my husband um, was is one of his best friend's sons. Uh, so we know each other because our dads were friends. And yeah. I think it would just blow his mind to know that we ended up together after all those years. Oh, that's so true. Definitely. So if you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? 
So I had a couple plan B's in mind. My whole family is physicians. So we talked about my mom being a doctor. My dad was a radiologist. My sister is currently in medical school. She'll probably be an ER doc. Um, and I was kind of surrounded by medicine my whole life. So I always thought that maybe that would play in. And then I realized I'm way too squeamish for that. And that was not going to work for me. Um, so when I was at the end of college, I actually took the LSAT, which is the law school entrance exam. And I took a lot of entertainment and copyright law classes. So I thought maybe I would work in the music industry as a lawyer. And the cool thing about that test is your scores are good for five years. So I had five years to pursue music and see if I could turn it into a job. And if not, I could go to grad school and I cannot see myself doing that at all now. Now that I've started down this path, it's so different, but that was kind of my plan B for a while. Jesse, the lawyer. Now it sounds so crazy after being <laughs> Jesse, the musician for so long, but I used to really like school. I was kind of a nerd. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Never. And you're not the first person I know that's from a family of physicians and, and pretty much everyone in their family is. And that's squeamish. They're like, nope, can't do that. So <laughs> Man, it does take a special I, breed of person to do that, to do any of that. So you have to have a stomach of steel. But I say they, my family can heal people's bodies and I will write songs and try to heal people's hearts. Yeah, that's cool. I, like that. I love that. Thank you. So if you were a Disney character, what character would you be? Hmm. I would love to be Ariel. I would love to live under the sea and be with the fish and the coral. I love scuba diving. Uh, that's one of my favorite sports. I, I guess that's a sport, but mm -hmm. to be underwater, some people think it's scary and uncomfortable, but I love being able to breathe and kind of see everything around me and feel like I'm totally immersed. So I would, I would want to be Ariel, except I probably wouldn't go on land and marry the prince. I'd, be happy actually being the mermaid <laughs> <laughs> that's great i love that <laughs> stay the mermaid stay away from the uh, the prince Good idea. <laughs> yeah it got a little weird at the end she couldn't talk and they still fell in love i'm not sure what happened <laughs> i like the mermaid part that's definitely not you know <laughs> get the love story let's just be a mermaid yeah <laughs> that's disney for you isn't it? Yep. <laughs> So do you have a favorite flavor ice cream and has it changed since you've been pregnant? Okay. My pregnancy craving has been vanilla milkshakes from Chick-fil-A. That is like the only thing I have said I must have, but man, I have loved the milkshake, but my favorite ice cream is probably anything peanut butter, peanut butter cups, peanut butter, like blizzards or concretes. Um, I love peanut butter and chocolate stuff and Reese's like peanut butter oh, cups are my favorite uh candy too <laughs> Reese's rocks yeah we're big Reese's fans here too so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you oh, can't man. beat chocolate and peanut butter that's like the best combination in the world yes. exactly I make protein right. balls with uh, peanut butter and chocolate and it's a chocolate it's a like the pea powder chocolate so it's not even real chocolate it's, a, it's healthy for me so I'm like great it works for me <laughs> <laughs> good for you good for you see you figured it out yes now i'm hungry <laughs> like oh i think i deserve an afternoon sweet treat <laughs> i'm glad we could help inspire it thank you <laughs> so what's one of your favorite snacks hmm. 
I try to be healthy too. I think my, one of my favorite things lately is the dried mangoes. Mm-hmm. I really like the, the dried fruit. They're just super, super yummy and apples and peanut butter. Go I to forever. <laughs> yes. So hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I have a body I need to hide. Do you know a good place? Well, I do live by the ocean. There's a lot of swamps <laughs> around here. <laughs> it is Florida, you and know? I, yeah, it's, it's kind of hot. Like, I'm not like super into the like murder podcast, but I'm, I'm pretty sure things uh, decay quickly around here. Look. <laughs> I'll just take you with me on the uh, boat ride over to the Everglades. We'll just find some gators and, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, you know what they are? The, um, whatever the invasive snakes are in the Everglades that are eating everything. The boa oh constrictors, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I couldn't believe it when I found out about that. They're even eating the alligators. Yep. Oh my God. I'm not come to Florida. <laughs> there are fun snakes here. We, we have little snakes and it's fine in Spain, but the big ones, oh my God, no. I wouldn't leave the house and be like, we having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, thankfully I haven't seen one of those in person yet. I have seen alligators out and about, alligators but they kind wonderful. of, they're kind of quiet. They just hang out on the banks they just most chill. of the time. Yeah. Unless so there's the ones I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay away from the water's edge. <laughs> yeah. I have to admit, my favorite snake down here has been the, uh, the uh, yeah, race the black racers. They are just super fast, and I'm like, wait, hey, look, there's a snake. Never mind, you missed it. Sorry. Oh my Dang. God. Those are... So, yeah, was... oh, go ahead. I'm just going to stand on the floor of the board and wave. Hi! <laughs> I'm not coming Perfect. in. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you never know what you're going to find. It's almost like <laughs> Australia here. so what would be a good theme song for your life okay well i relate to the new girl theme song who's that girl it's jess i kind of pretend that one's about me (laughs) yeah (laughs) so can you tell us a uh an artist or a cd or an album or something or even just a song that we should all listen to before we die Humble and Kind by Laurie McKenna is my very favorite song in the whole world. Um, I love her version. I love Tim McGraw's version of it. I love the way both versions are produced and presented. And the lyric is just so um, beautiful and poignant. And no matter what, always stay humble and kind. That is my favorite song. That's one of the best songs ever. I'm going to ask one more question. So do you think... No, Laura McKenna related. Do you think the balladeer or unglamorous? I mean, I know she said that straight up that this is more of her real life, but I don't know. I think unglamorous, you know, with the, all those songs, I think that really had a lot of her in uh, too. Unglamorous is one of my favorite songs of hers. Perfectly us, unglamorous. I love that track. So as a song, I like, that is one of my very favorites. As an album, just as a whole, I like the sound of the new stuff better. Obviously, as she has gotten more successful, she's gotten some really good producers on board. And I just, I love, I love the new sound. The Bird and the Rifle is probably my favorite record of hers. Um, it's got some great, great songs on there, but it's hard to pick. They're all different. And you can tell like her records from the beginning are a little more 
not punk pop, but almost like the Vanessa Carlton, uh, Lisa Loeb kind mm-hmm. of like like yes. edgy pop girl stuff. And exactly. I really like kind of seeing her transition. Perfect. All with amazing lyrics. They're all lyrics yes. based. <laughs> kind of like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift can make an album of any genre, mm-hmm. but you know it's Taylor Swift by her use of language. It yes. will always sound like a Taylor Swift song because of the her word choice. And I think no matter what Lori McKenna does, you kind of think, I wonder if she was a writer on that song because you can just hear it in the lyric. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Who is your favorite CWC host? Oh, right here? You can't <laughs> ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. That's like asking which parent is your favorite or who's your favorite sibling. <laughs> we don't answer those kind of questions. The, the video just disappears. Whoops. <laughs> 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 oh. So um, tell all our fans, what does, obviously we know Little End's coming. So what does the rest of 2021 hold in store for you? Yeah, so because Little One is coming, I'm not going to be out touring as much this summer, but I will be playing on the beach close to where I live. So if you happen to find yourself in the Destin, Pensacola Beach, Florida area for vacation, I will be playing about once a week and kind of figuring out this new journey along the way and sharing some music. But I'll be touring through Tennessee and Missouri at the end of August. I've got some shows. I think I'll be going through Texas in the fall and um, kind of figuring out what the holidays look like now. Um, I'm playing a cruise next April. If anybody wants to book a cruise, come hang out with me. Um, There's lots of good things on the horizon. And uh, I hope I hope to keep building. I would love to go out on tour and open for somebody this time next year, um, be out on the road in the van full time. So we're just, we're building it as we go. But I am like amazed at what the last year has held, even amongst a pandemic, being able to play outdoors as much as possible, especially being down here in Florida, the opportunities were um, not as scarce as they were in other parts of the country. And uh, we're just going to keep on, building on what we've been doing perfect well make sure everyone you follow the socials as well as the website for the tour updates so you can find out when you're out and about go to see uh jesse definitely definitely perfect here in the news when uh, the little one arrives Yes, yes. I will definitely be putting up baby pictures soon. I will let you guys know where I'm playing um, the new songs. Add add the beach song to your summer playlist. It deserves to be on while you're soaking up some sunshine. Spotify, iTunes, everywhere you listen online. And uh, jessieritter.com is kind of the hub of everything I do. So all the shows, all the music is there. And yes, I hope to see everyone in person someday. I hope to get over uh, across the pond and play some shows in Europe again soon, too. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. I'll just tour around following you. <laughs> yes. Come be part of the crew. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll work for Reese. There you go. How about that? Yes. <laughs> we we'll out for milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Thank you so much for joining us. This has been amazing. Thank you. This is just such a treat to be able to talk to y'all in the middle of the afternoon. And 
I love these questions. I never know what to expect with rapid fire and it makes me a little nervous, but those were really, really fun. Thank you. You did amazing. You did amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. You can go and put your feet up now and relax. And, Sounds uh, good. Perfect. Have a great afternoon. Thank you so much. Thank you for chatting and uh, let me know when I can share this with everyone. Yes, definitely. We will do. (laughs) Thank you all for watching our episode today. Have a great day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.